Good morning, y'all. This is Dana from Financial Aid Compliance Solutions, and let's talk financial aid. Thanks for joining us to, or joining me today. Um, I wanted to basically dedicate today's show on tips on how to get the most aid for your students by using professional judgments. I've uh, noticed um, in my research um, for today's show that there are quite a few links um, or posts, I should say, on LinkedIn regarding um, the downtrend of student enrollment, especially in community colleges. And uh, I wanted to just um, make everyone aware, for those of you that may not be aware, that um, professional judgments is one way where you can help your students out um, in getting the most free aid. And what that means is is that um, it's a process that the Department of Education um, allows institutions to utilize. Not all institutions do utilize it. But because of COVID-19 and how um, you're, we're processing the FAFSAs with prior prior information, meaning 2020, um, and 2021 FAFSAs were utilizing 2018 income earned from work as well as tax information, um, there could be a drastic reduction in income. So for the students that are enrolling now um, and have completed the 2020-2021 FAFSA, and there has been a drastic reduction in income from their 2018 earnings and tax information, a professional judgment is one way that you can help these students out and uh, get more Pell Grant eligibility, um, as well as maybe subloan eligibility, depending on um, their EFC. So um, a couple of um, parameters that you have to be aware of when you are processing professional judgments is, is that um, if it's for a reduction in income, it would be um, within the past 12 months or the 12-month period of time that best represents the current situation. So example, COVID-19, They, you know, if it was a student that lost a job, spouse lost a job, or if it was with regards to the parents. Um, if parents have a drastic reduction in incomes due to lost, income, uh, lost jobs, then um, this may be an option for your students. Now, what has to happen is, is that if they were getting unemployment benefits, they just need to um, basically show the statement that they were receiving unemployment benefits. If they are continuing to receive the unemployment benefits, again, that statement. Um, also, to um, confirm the income reduction, you're also going to want to make sure that if they have um, been hired back at a reduced rate or if um, they got another job and it was at a reduced rate that all of that is factored into the 12-month period of time um, that is currently being represented in for the PJ to be processed. So there's some forms that need to be completed um, and what you're going to want to do is, is once you factor out the income for the 12-month uh, period of time. You're going to want to just make sure that you adjust the adjusted gross income. You're going to want to recalculate the income tax paid 
and then obviously the income earned from work. But if it's unemployment benefits, those unemployment benefits do not count as income earned from work, which is in the um, FAFSA instructions in the department's application and verification guide. The other thing you want to make sure of is that um, depending on what program your student is enrolled in, if you have a start date and a um, graduation expected completion date for the student that um, is within the 12-month period of time, but the graduation date is prior to that 12-month period of time ending, you're going to want to make sure that you factor in placement earnings, meaning that um, you know if they get a job after graduation, uh, say they're a cosmetologist or a barber, and uh, they end up with a career placement and they, they you know start right off barbering, you're going to have to factor in that information as well. Also, just keep in mind that um, if you do do the PJ and uh, income does change where income increases, then you need to be aware of that and you also need to um, maybe do another PJ to represent the change in income, um, which will result in different awards and also you may end up having to refund some money if for some reason the um, EFC adjusted to where the Pell Grant you know, ended up being less than what was originally awarded based on the original PJ that was uh, processed. But I just, um, I really wanted to put that information out there because uh, it, it sometimes isn't really discussed. Um, and I do have uh, institutions that I review their um, files, I audit their files, and some do um, utilize this option. Again, other institutions don't. And part of the reason is, is because the department, you know, was cracking down on institutions that were using this um, tool uh, on, a, on a regular basis and um, maybe a little too much. They, but this was years and years ago. This was before um, everything was happening that is happening now. So I think uh, the department would be a little bit more lenient um, with the reviews of the income so that we can help our students out and be able to, um, again, get the most uh, free money available to them. The other option I wanted to put out there um, besides the PJs is please, again, I, I know I sound like broken record, no pun intended, uh, with the podcast, but there are tons of scholarships out there. And just to make sure that the students know about these scholarships, and it's not just for high school students, um, junior and seniors in college, there are plenty out there that are um, for students that are currently in college, depending on, you know, it could be anywhere between, you know, some are for, you know, just African American students, some are for Latino students, some are for Asian American students. Um, they run the gamut. So it is, I just, I can't state it enough that to put that out there to them to at least apply. Okay, maybe they may not win the scholarship, but at least they tried. You can't win unless you don't play is what the lottery saying is. So, um, you know, encourage them with the scholarships. And I try to put out as many um, offerings as um, I can that I see that come up on my Twitter feed. Um, because I am following scholarships360.org. Uh, but I would recommend that um, for those of your you um, with your institutions that are on social media, 
uh, I would re highly recommend you follow those as well so that you can get that information because I may not capture them all um, with everything that um, I am juggling. So, and I don't want to have students miss that opportunity. But again, the more free money that we can um, have our students access will not only increase um, the cash flow for the institution, but also reduce the debt income and load that the student will be carrying through their lifetime um, to pay for their quality education. And that's what this is all about. So uh, with having said that, I also want to touch on the fact that we are um, only, well, we're less than a week away from the new FAFSA launching. Um, the 2021-2022 FAFSA is going to be launching at 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time uh, from the department. Now, I will say that um, last year there was a launch, the launch date went, it went on October 1st, but there were some hiccups, technical issues, and uh, it wasn't accessible until I believe it was the following Monday. So the reason why I'm pointing this out is because I am planning to have a launch event um, in for the uh, new FAFSA. And uh, so you're going to want to watch the LinkedIn feed for financial aid compliance solutions for the posting of that event. Um, I'm still putting together uh, whether I want to do it as a Facebook Live or if I'm going to do it as a, a Zoom link. Um, I was thinking a Zoom link might be uh, something that I want to do and uh, kind of make it a little bit of a little bit of a launch party, if you will. So be on the lookout for that. I would love to have everyone attend and um, open up the conversation um, just to see how things are going on everyone's end with the enrollments that they've had on the 2020-2021 and then gearing up for the 21-22 enrollments. Um, and I'll be providing some uh, valuable information there and uh, you don't want to miss it because uh, one of the offerings that I'll have is uh, a great offering um, of my services. So um, I would love to have y'all um, join that. So again, look for that link. And uh, the only other um, information I have to pass along with regards to the FAFSA is, is that um, on LinkedIn, Community College Research Center uh, had posted that senators were pushing for a bar um, sorry, bipartisan plan to finish fixing the FAFSA. And um, this is something that, as we know, has been in the works for a long time, trying to tweak it, make it a little bit less complicated when completing. And uh, so you might want to take a look at that post. Again, it was from Community College Research Center. I'm also going to share it. Um, I just uh, will be putting that on my page as well. Uh, but be on the lookout for that so that you can um, catch up with that article. And uh, so that is the information I have for you all today. Again, I greatly appreciate your support and uh, listening in. And uh, if at any time y'all would like to contact me and become part of the show, I'd be glad to have you um, as an interview. Highlight your institution um, and uh, just uh, open up a discussion. I, I would love to do that. So if you're interested, you can contact me on my LinkedIn page. It's Dana Anderson, Financial Aid Compliance Solutions. 
and uh, just message me and uh, let's uh, get together and see what we can do um, to open up a, a discussion and have a podcast regarding that. So I hope everybody's well. Um, it looks like the wildfires got some rain out west, um, which may be helping out with the situation. I know that could cause landslides, but at least um, that might be calling some of the fires. Um, I know here in the northeast, um, we are in an extreme drought, so we're praying for rain. I'm doing a rain dance um, because we have not had substantial rain in quite some time. And uh, we even have uh, red flags up for fire uh, danger as well. For those of you that are down south and uh, still dealing with the aftermaths of the hurricanes, um, again, my heart goes out to you. And uh, trying to help um, in any way I can um, with uh, supporting you all. And so um, just just know that you're in a lot of folks' thoughts and prayers, even though we can't be hands-on um, with y'all. Um, we're, we're there supporting you. So having said that, I hope everyone has a great weekend, a great week, and uh, keep on helping our students um, with as much free aid as possible. So y'all take care, and we'll be talking soon.